Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This will be for Judges chapter 7. Though only the tribes from the north, Manasseh, Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, joined his campaign, these these were more than enough for the purposes of the Lord at the time. Eventually, 32,000 were reduced to 300, that the help of the Lord might be apparent to Israel. Against the formidable might of of camel-mounted marauders, strategy and the help of the Lord gave the Israelites success, where hand-to-hand combat would have been disastrous. It is now known that the... It is now known that the use of camels for military purposes by the nomadic desert riders was only beginning to be common in those times. 12th to 10th centuries BC, and of course the first tribes to use them had the advantage. That was by Rasmussen. Verse 1. Then Jerubel, who was Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod, so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Moreh in the valley. And the Lord said, Unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. Now therefore go to, proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead or Mount Gilboa, and there return of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remain ten thousand. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try or test them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whomsoever I say unto thee, This shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Every one that lappeth lappeth of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, every one that boweth down upon his knees to drink, and the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped will I save you, and deliver the Midianites into thine hand, and let all the other people go, every man unto his place. So the people took victuals in their hand, and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel, every man unto his tent, and retained those three hundred men, and the host of Midian was beneath him in the valley. The army of thirty-two thousand is too many to fight against the hundred and thirty-five thousand Midianites. It is reduced to three hundred. Why reduced? To show that Jehovah delivered them. The army is given a test. All who lap the water with the tongue out of their hands, out of the hollow hand, as a dog lappeth water, were to go with Gideon. Why the lapping? It indicated the bravest and most ardent warriors who would not stoop to kneel, but hastily quench their thirst out of the hollow of the hands in order to hasten to battle. But Jewish tradition assigns another and deeper meaning to it. It declares that the practice of kneeling was characteristic of the service of Baal, and hence that kneeling down to drink when exhausted betrayed the habit of idolaters. Thus the three hundred would would repent would represent those in the Israel in the host of Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal. They who had been selected now took victuals from the people in their hands and the trumpets, the rest were sent away. And that was by Edersheim. Verse 9, And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it into thine hand. 
But if thou fear to go down, go thou with Fura thy servant down to the host, and thou shalt hear what they say, and afterwards shall thine hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then went he down with with Fura his servant unto the outside of the armed men that were in the host. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along in the valley like grasshoppers for multitude, and their camels were without number as the sand by the seaside for multitude. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host or camp of Midian and came in unto a tent and smote it that it fell and overturned it that the tent lay along. Uh, in other words, it lay flat. And his fellow answered and said, that This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the sword of the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the host. Gideon is commanded to go down and spy on the Midianites and see their camp and listen to what they say. A dream is had by a Midianite. The dream was that Gideon would overflow, overthrow them. It was spread throughout the whole camp. The three hundred are divided into three companies. It is not the naked sword they grasp, for in that night not Israel but Jehovah is to fight. In one hand each man holds a trumpet, and the other concealed in a pitcher a burning torch. Each is to do exactly as the leader. Silently they creep round to three different parts of Midian's camp. The guard has just been relieved, and the new watchers have settled quietly by the watchfire. Suddenly a single trumpet is heard, then three hundred. Here, there, everywhere, the sound of war is raised. The night is peopled with terrors. Now with loud crash three hundred pitchers are broken. Three hundred torches flash through the darkness. Three hundred voices shout, the sword for Jehovah and for Gideon. Then is the enemy all around the camp. No one can say in what numbers. Again and again rings the trumpet sound. Wave the torches. The camp is roused. Men, women, children, camels rush terror-stricken through the dark night. No one knows but that the enemy is in the very midst of them, and that the neighbor whom he meets is an Israelite, for all around still sounds the war trumpet. Flash the torches, and rises the war cry. Each man's sword is turned against his neighbor. Multitudes are killed or trampled down, and their cries and groans increase the terror of that wild night. A hopeless panic ensues, and ere morning light, the sight of the camp and the road of the fugitives toward Jordan are strewed with the slain. That was by Edersheim. Verse 15, And it was so, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel, and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. And he divided the three hundred men into three camps, and put a trumpet in every man's hand, with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me, and do likewise, and behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. When I blow the trumpet, and all that I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of all the camp, and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So, so Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came into the, unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. Ancient Israel divided the twelve hours of the night into three watches. The middle watch would have been from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. After the dispersion of Israel, the Jews continued the practice. In New Testament times, the Romans divided the night into four watches. That was the Institute Manual. And they, and they, 
had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and brake the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and brake the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands, and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal, and they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. And the three hundred blew the trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host. And the host fled to Beth Shittah in Zerarath, and to the border of Abel Meloah, unto Tabath. And the men of Israel gathered themselves together out of Naphtali, and out of Asher, and out of all Manasseh, and pursued after the Midianites. And Gideon sent messengers throughout all Mount Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites, and take before them the waters unto Beth Barah and Jordan. Then all the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together, and took the waters unto Beth Barah and Jordan. And they took two princes of the Midianites, Oreb and Zeb, and they slew Oreb upon the rock, Oreb, and Zeb they slew at the winepress of Zeb, and pursued Midian, and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon on the other side of Jordan. President Faust said, The Lord has a great work for each of us to do. You may wonder how this can be. You may feel that there is nothing special or superior about you or about your ability. Perhaps you feel or have been told that you are stupid. Many of us have felt that, and some of us have been told that. Gideon felt this when the Lord asked him to save Israel from the Midianites. Gideon said, My family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family in my father's house. He had only three hundred men, but with the help of the Lord, Gideon defeated the armies of the Midianites. The Lord can do remarkable miracles with a person of ordinary ability, who is humble, faithful, and diligent in serving the Lord and seeks to improve himself. This is because God is the ultimate source of power. I bear testimony that these things are true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next episode. Bye.